When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ben, I love it when you confess to getting into a movie for your first time, first watching, yep. and I love to laugh at you when you do that. <laughs> uh, but in this case, it is my confession. This Ooh. is the first time seeing this movie that we're about to do, The Eternal, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, 2004, directed by Michel Gondry, who uh, <laughs> directed, I looked through his IMDb, um, Be Kind Rewind with Jack Black and Most Deaf. I don't know if you saw that one or not. Parts of it, yeah. I saw it. It was okay. Yeah. Forgettable, I'd say. Uh, also, Green Hornet, I'd say that's another forgettable one. Yeah. Seth uh, Rogen, Christoph Waltz. Yeah. yeah. But looking through his um, IMDb, he did, seems to be sort of an artsy m- music video kind of guy yeah yeah and uh short a lot of shorts definitely a lot of shorts but i really appreciate you confessing it's it's <laughs> nice to know it's nice to know that other people haven't seen movies uh like me but uh i think this is one that you've talked about for a bit yeah you probably brought this one I, I, up on a couple of shows yeah just i think you and i talked i think in the past i've brought it up and we, i think we had planned to do it and something came up and yeah. we did like another movie or something but uh, as but, yeah. always as always life life happens but yeah i'm glad we're finally doing this it's uh but yeah he's he's definitely was has music video background and and i guess a lot of the a lot of the scenes in this um you know were influenced by his uh what he had done with certain music videos and stuff and obviously we'll we'll get into those certain scenes but uh but yeah a drama with jim carrey you know you wouldn't uh wouldn't necessarily think to to look that way but uh yeah interesting cast jim starring jim carrey also kate winslet um, and a number of actors yeah. really in this movie. You get Elijah Wood. You get Mark Ruffalo, who looks very young. I know it's crazy how young he looks. He's aged like <laughs> he looks like he's this, this, like maybe thirty years. For yeah. the guy. he looks yeah. like he's like pushing sixty now. And in this movie, he looks like mid thirties or like late twenties. I don't know what happened. To yeah, him, this is because this is two thousand four. Not that long so, ago. Yeah, it's like fourteen years ago. <laughs> so yeah, it's not terribly long ago. Other people in this movie have aged, I'd say, a little better than him. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, um, also, David Cross, who's who's funny and everything he's in. Uh, Kirsten Kirsten Dunst, uh, Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. Who I like. Yep. A lot of very good cast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just great, great cast, and also um, the the runtime in this. It's like you you look at it, and then you see the cast. It's like how do you how do you fit everyone in this? But I mean, what's they, your thoughts on Jim Carrey as a dramatic actor in this movie? I think he's outstanding. Yeah. Uh, I think he flawlessly fits in this. And uh, where would you rank tra- this for performances for him? Because there's, I mean, I'm thinking what might be higher is maybe the Truman Show. Right. It's just so different, you know, Truman yeah. Show. I mean, yeah, he gets into the serious tone, but he's got like that 50s 
50s uh husband type uh role where he's like good afternoon good evening good night yeah you know? he's still jim carrey yeah exactly whereas this i don't know it's just it's it, i think this is the first time he truly got away from being silly and you know just totally was just himself and i, th- I feel like he just seamlessly fit in this role and at no point was i thinking like cringing at all and like oh that's jim carrey right there i think just this character suited him so well. What, what, I mean, what do you think? Oh, I agree 100%. Oh, there's also that uh, Showtime series called Kidding that he's in that we you and I sort of debated right. off air, and I haven't yeah. gotten to I want to check that out. And sort I guess, of like a Mr. Rogers figure. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And I guess Michael Gondry is involved with that, too. I think he's directed episodes of that. So, I mean, they're obviously reuniting uh, for that. Um, but the the uh, writing in this, uh, Charlie Kaufman, uh, Charlie Kaufman, who also did uh, Adaptation, um, he did... I've never seen that. Now that I'm confessing, I've never seen Adaptation. Adaptation is 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 really good. Um, being John Malkovich. I've seen that. Yep, he, he wrote that. Very strange. So, yeah, he's... he's, he's He's got these credits where it's like, all right, these are definitely unique movies, very strange movies, and how that's would you, how, similar to adaptation. Go ahead. What do you think uh, compared to Man on the Moon? I don't. Again, it's just so different. I mean, him as Andy Kaufman was just brilliant. I mean, bringing Andy Kaufman to life like that. Um, what about compared to Earth Girls Are Easy? <laughs> I, honestly, I've never seen it. Neither have I. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize he was in. Isn't that a Goldblum uh, flick? I think so. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, again, it's just it's so it's so different. It's so outside of you know what he's done before. Um, there was that room twenty three bubble. Oh yeah, twenty or, or something twenty number twenty three yeah. number twenty three. Yeah, yeah, that was really bad. I thought there's fun with Dick and Jane, but he's still Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's still Jim Carrey. Exactly. Taylor Leone. Yeah, gonna be an annoying. That's that's a that's a Jim Carrey movie. Whereas this is this is Jim Carrey outside of his element, outside of anything he's ever done before and ever will do. It seems like. Yeah, so um, I think that I think I would both agree that's probably his best performance we've seen. Yeah. And uh, Kate Winslet, I think this is probably the best performance I'd say I've seen her in. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to go through my head right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i not going to argue that because I think she's great as Clementine in this, such a quirky, quirky character. You know, you get that first scene where they meet or we think they're meeting for the first time. You know, she's got the blue hair and, you know, he's he's pretending that he doesn't see her and they're like going back and forth between that little yeah. in- interval, you know, that little divider by the, by the train station, a cute little scene with them. So she's very quirky, very engaging. I'm drawn to her. Right. Absolutely. And I've never get that feeling from her in really any other movie. I don't think. And that's what you kind of feel with his character when they're on the train there at the beginning, you know, he's, he's totally different than her. You know, he's, he's not one to, he, you know, he even brings up like, why do I fall in love with every girl that makes eye contact yeah. with me, but I can't myself make eye contact with them or have conversations with them, you know, cause he's obviously going through a breakup. But then when, you know, she's talking to him and trying to, you know, engage with him, like he, he's not really engaging back, but he's still intrigued by her. Like we are yeah. like, he's, he's, He's interested in her. He he knows she's unique and, and different, and uh, she's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she's nuts, and he can't. Yeah, he's almost like weird. At, he's yeah. kind of a weird guy. He's a little bit weird out of her. Yeah, and then she like tries to like turn it around on right. him. Like yeah. he's the weird one. Uh huh. Like, he's like, look, 
I'm just sitting here. Right. <laughs> I'm just minding my own business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you don't like the way this is going. You right. came here. You can leave anytime. Exactly. You know? And obviously he likes her because, I mean, they, they leave the train and everything, and he's driving yeah. down the road, sees her walking, and he didn't have to stop, but he stops and says, hey, uh, you need a ride? Yeah. And, you know, she says yes. So... Um, now, other than a panty flash, I believe she keeps her clothes on in this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Because she's typically taking her clothes she off does, like yeah. everything she's uh, in. <laughs> yeah, t- Titanic is probably the most famous one. And I you know. saw wife and I saw this movie called The Reader, mm-hmm. um, which came. Did you see that's that? What, yeah, that's what she won the Oscar for. Yeah, I mean, she's that. That was kind of a weird. Movie, yeah, it's, it's strange. I I, it seemed like there. a uh, a legacy Oscar for her. Like she's been nominated so many times, so they finally gave her if it, it to her. She not was saying it in like half that movie. Yeah, not saying it was a bad performance. I'm yeah, just she, I'm just focused on the new. <laughs> I, I don't know where that. you're going with. Even if she won an award for that, <laughs> yes, yeah, she, she she won the Oscar. I just uh, care about her. <laughs> that's uh, so that's that's uh, that's Dave and I's contrast. <laughs> Dave is the Clementine, and I am yeah. uh, I guess I'm Joel. My mind's in the gutter. Yeah, always. But uh, be a legacy picks are real, man. Legacy picks are real. Look at Leo DiCar- Leo DiCaprio with The Revenant. I don't think that was an Oscar winning performance. It was a good movie. I don't think it was an Oscar winning performance. Maybe not. I don't know that he yeah. necessarily deserved an Oscar for that. I mean, yeah. I. Yeah, is Kate Winslet the, one of the great act- actresses of our generation? I don't know. I mean, is, uh, yeah. is Leo? I mean, he's okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you when you go down his resume, you, I mean, you do see you, you you start remembering him more. You're like, oh, okay, wow, yeah. I guess he's he's been in quite a bit. That guy, that guy never does comedies. He, no. He's always in a drama. The the closest thing to a comedy he's ever done is a Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, we're going down a Leo tangent, but Wolf of Wall Street, I'd say, is the closest thing to a comedy he's ever done. I think so, and that's not even really... It's just him showing off, right. sort of. Exactly. It took me a long time to come around to him. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, he's... I'm still not even quite there. Because I think Departed is when I started taking him a little more seriously. Like, I was like, all right, this this guy can act. This guy this guy can hang with the rest of them. But, um, but yeah, Kate, Kate Winslet in this, I think, is great. Again, I, I, I love that interaction. I'd rather and, she win an Oscar for this. Yeah, me too. I think I she, was not, she was nominated for this. This one, uh, Best uh, Original Screenplay, makes sense. Uh, best I, original screenplay, I believe it was nominated for. Okay, so it was nominated for two Oscars: one best writing and best supporting, uh, best uh, performance by an actress in a lead role. Okay, she was nominated. Okay, yep. So someone who's you know watched this for the first time, I'm just curious: were, were you a little confused at the beginning? Oh, definitely. Yeah, and I don't know. And I'll say this: even the reveals that you get as the movie goes on. I'm still not really sure what's real or what's not. I, right. I don't know that we yeah. can pin. I mean, we can make, rel- you know, we can make educated guesses, and the movie puts us into a path of okay, this is sort of what happened, and this is how these people came together. But I don't know that that's 100 percent certain. Right? Do you? Well, I mean, are, is it? Well, I mean, they they definitely. It's very everything they reveal is very subtle. Um, yeah. Like you, you kind of hear Elijah Wood and Mark Ruffalo talking about you know what. Uh, you know, this new girl he's seeing and yeah. how she was a patient of this memory erasing company. And uh, it's it's very subtle. Like if, you, if you're not truly listening, like you, you, you can miss it. Yeah. Um, I I'm think, sure there's stuff I've missed. Yeah. That I would catch and next this time. is maybe the third time I've watched this. Uh, so I was definitely I think I was just picking up more just because I know, you know, what the basic plot is and everything. So I think I was picking up a little more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just definitely noticed that, you know, how 
it's like, man, if you weren't really listening there, you 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 could have missed that. Because I mean, obviously, Jim Carrey's character finds out that uh, you know they're uh, they're obviously going through a breakup, and we think that you know it's after you know they've had a relationship after this meet on the when they meet on the train, like we think yeah. they then had a relationship after that, and um, now they're breaking up. And spoiler alert, it's actually basically the opposite. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. It's this is the second time they're meeting because yeah, when they when they reveal, oh, it's when you you know you remember when you met at Montauk, yeah. you know, in that in that beach house. You're like, wait, what? They met on the train. What are you talking about? And then uh, and then yeah, it slowly becomes uh, revealed to you that uh, that's not the case. But um, so, what's the thing that grabs you the most about this film? I mean, I, I keep going back to uh, I don't know, destiny. I, I, I guess I might say, or just. Uh, you, you can't truly erase what the heart wants, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, because they, they end up right back with each other. You know, they they end up, you know, still meeting up with each other after they've erased this negative emotion. There's a psychiatrist, whatever, who has developed this technique where if you have a painful memory, they can go in, map your brain, and then delete that memory right. from you so that you can sort of live without your grief or whatever. Right. Uh, the Jim Carrey character, he finds out that she deleted him out of her mind. And he right. sees her again, and she do, he sees her at a bookstore, and she doesn't know who he is. Right? Yeah. How messed up is that? Like she and she's kissing another guy when when you know he shows up there. Yeah. And, who we find out is actually Elijah Wood. Yeah. Who's manipulated the fact that they have access to this information of who she is, and then he uses the. Well, it's interesting because he kind of revo- he uses the same things that Jim that Joel her name is Clementine that Joel used to sort of get her. And he's replicating that based right. on the information you can find out from the doctor to sort of – so it impl- implies that there's something in all of us, not a trigger, but uh, there are ways into someone's, someone's – some- and I don't know if that, that's true. Uh, it, it seems like that's what he thinks is right, but it's not really that. It's not like you – I guess that's sort of what we're going at is that it's not this straightforward – Push these buttons, right? Yeah, because I mean, pull these levers, and then she'll love you. Because that's what, that's what we kind of get from that scene when they're laying on the ice together, um, which is an awesome shot. I love mm-hmm. that shit, that overhead shot of them laying on yeah. the ice. So cool. Yeah. Um, and then you know, uh, I forget what Jim Carrey says. Like uh, I've, you know, I'm alive now, or I've never, you know, felt anything till now. Something like that. Yeah. He says that to her, but then Elijah Wood tries to say that exact same thing to her, and she that's when Doesn't she's like work. creeped out. You know, she's like. Because it's forced, you know what Jim Carrey was doing. It was totally organically, like it came from the heart. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't forced. Whereas Elijah Wood, when you try to force things, it's like that's when it doesn't work. You know, so like love and attraction is not definable, right? It's something more abstract that you can't really ever put your finger on, right? Big lesson here: is you can't really delete these memories, right? There's something more going inside of us. Than, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like you said, like the physical, actual physical act of removing them. There's something else. Yeah, there's something else there. There's a soul there. There's, there's, yeah, again. It's kind of like the lesson of Interstellar, for just yeah. to mention, is that it's not just science. There's right. something in your heart. You know, it's right. a very similar idea. Absolutely. That's what, <laughs> that's what draws me to this movie is just, uh, it's, it's, you can pick it apart like that and just, this is the first time I've actually had, you know, tr- an actual conversation about it. So yeah. that's what I love about it too, is you can, you know, pick it apart like this and figure thing, different things out. I love the, the quote, you know, Kirsten Dunst gives that poem from Alex. Alexander Pope. Yeah. Uh, How happy is the blameless vessel's lot, the world forgetting by the world forgot, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, each prayer accepted and each wish resigned. That's why they call it that. Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the title. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I've obviously did some research for the show. I mean, obviously, that's, uh, you know, you, 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 re- you remove the negative 
you know, from something, you know, I mean, essentially, uh, what do I got here? Uh, I, I read something that says, uh, eternal sunshine is a metaphor for ongoing peace, happiness, carefree. So in full eternal sunshine of the spotless mind is describing the happiness and joy one can experience once the negative experience it spots, uh, what essentially are its spots have been removed from your mind. Um, right. But this is sort of immoral though. Yeah, right? absolutely. Cause um, you're, you're basically cleaning your brain of everything. Right. And that's not a real true lived experience. And you're and in the end you're there is no eternal sunshine. Right. There's a cloud. Actually. Yeah, no, I mean you could try to, you know, create this internal sunshine, this false eternal sunshine. But they're still left feeling something is missing. Right. And there literally is something missing, and they want to fill those gaps back. Exactly. I mean, because, again, uh, yeah, all those negative experiences, that, that there's no growing if you don't have these. There's no learning. There's no, you know, it's no, just... No, it's like putting your head in the sand and pretending everything's okay. Right. And yeah. that doesn't work. And that's essentially what, what a lot of people can do nowadays is put their head in the sand, just ignore yeah. the problems around the world and, you know, or, not or, try to fix them. Just, nope, I'm in my own little bubble. I'm just going to live like this and... Yeah, now I'm thinking, is this almost talking about this our self-medicating culture where we take the Xanax to zonk out? Is this sort of we obviously we're not there technically. I mean, this technique obviously doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> but in a way we do that by self-medicating. Right. Take, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people are on drugs. It's like one out of five. Right. Yeah. Some kind so of a yeah, thing. Someone on some sort of medication. Taking antidepressants, yeah. anti-anxiety stuff. You're not having a real experience because the right. drug is messing with your brain. I mean, I understand there are issues and people have them. In fact, I have a I have a Xanax prescription to get on an airplane because I have a hard time yeah. flying. I don't take it otherwise. So I understand that right. this is something that helps people. But you are missing something. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not you're doing something to your brain that's not natural. Natural. Yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I, d- I definitely think it's playing on that. It's playing on the fact that yeah, these people need this uh, need something else. You know, they they can't handle the pain. They can't handle the loss. Yeah. You know, that's going on. And uh, yeah, they're they're reduced to to prescription. And again, yeah, I mean, it's nothing. Uh, wrong with them per se. It's just yeah. it's just how your brain works. It's how uh, what you're what you're left with, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a huge metaphor for that. I was kind of interested in this idea of false memories. Yeah, it's something that I think about not a lot, but uh-huh. I contemplate. And I read there's this idea out there that uh, you we all perceive the world as if we're in our own movie. Uh huh. And so the way I see, I mean, right now we're here engaging in a conversation, right. but in my the perspective is different than yours. Right? Yeah. You've got thoughts that are different than me, and we might remember. There's a recording of this conversation, but you might remember this happening slightly different than I do. Right? Yeah. I mean, it obviously depends on your actual mood in that moment. My yeah. mood might be slightly different than yours. My sense of you know the the emotional uh, response I'm getting from this conversation right now might might be slightly different than yours. It, you know, maybe a better example would be like a, a witness to a crime or a car accident, right? Yeah, and you get different answers from different people who they they don't believe that they're they're not lying. Yeah, they're just their recollection is incomplete and false. Yeah, you know, and then it's like, well. What actually happened? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's crazy what uh, perception does, you know? People's different perceptions, you know? It's it's crazy how different they can actually be. Someone, Like you said, someone, we're in the same room right now, but we could totally view the world in such a different way, yeah. you know? Um, so I think in this, even though, you know, erasing the memories is, I think we 
kind of landed on the fact that it's, it's immoral and wrong. But those memories give you pain, and you remember things in your own way, and you love someone your own way, and you have you grieve in your own way. And right. I, I thought that that's just the idea of what kind of keeps you, how you view the world. This movie deals with that. And and I love how it, it touches on how it affects other people around you, too. Because, I mean, these, these people are essentially getting letters saying, hey, can you, you know, yeah. don't, this person had this person's memory erased from them. Please do not mention their relationship. So weird. It's, it's so weird, but so interesting, too, because that that is true. I mean, if you are in a relationship with someone and you break it off, it's going to affect the people around you. It's going to totally change yeah. the dynamic of everything. That's a great point. I mean, it's not just in your mind. It, it happens in the real physical world. And it can never be erased. Right. It cannot. Yeah. And there's there's a mark, literally a mark, left by Clementine on Joel, which is on his car when she wrecked it. Right, yeah. It's a physical... Scar. It's all. there. Yeah. You know, you cannot remove every every aspect of this person's existence because, well, one, you could happen upon them again, or two, just, there's something. There's always going to be something right. that they changed. They changed your world in some way. Right. Yeah, it's just uh, so so crazy. Um, that yeah, again, another reason why uh, this movie, yeah, speaks to me and speaks to yeah, just why why I uh, I want to dig deep into it and anal- uh, analyze it and everything like that. Also, um, the thing about destroying memories is like destroying yourself. Yeah, it's self destruction in again, a different way. Again, yeah. How how do you grow? Like you you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. You learn from pain you learn from you know all of this stuff you 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 go through so i mean it's just like once you remove that it's just like where do you you're just you're just a zombie you know you're a zombie if you remove pain yeah. you're a zombie if you remove uh discomfort you know yeah pain um, who pain makes you who you are right in some way i mean we don't want to be right in pain but it does you learn from it you have to yeah you react to it you know, you touch even physical stuff you touch a hot stove you don't touch it again exactly yeah if what if i forget that I burned my hand. Right. I'm yeah. just going to go touch it again. Exactly. You yeah. Know? So what have I learned here? Right. How have I grown? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. So I mean, it, I love that it touches on that, and the, and the, like you said, the morality of it. So I mean, yeah, I love the the stuff with uh, Kirsten Dunst and uh, Wilkinson. You know, that was interesting. Yeah, you. very interesting because you know, obviously, she's showing that he she has this crush on him while they're trying to remove yeah. remove the memory from uh from Jim Carrey. They're in his apartment and stuff, and then he shows up because something's going wrong because he's. Jim Carrey is kind of aware of what's going on. You know, he's he's going into, uh, you know, he's grabbing Kate Winslet, taking into her to other memories, which I want to get to in a second. But the yeah. Kirsten Dunst stuff, you know, she's obviously, you know, crushing on on Wilkinson. She ends up, you know. Well, this is right after she has sex with Mark Ruffalo in that very apartment. Right. Yeah, exactly. And she cannot help herself when this guy shows up. You could tell. She's just like, oh, you're doing such a great job. You're, you're so impressive in how you work. And he's like brushing her off. Right. Like, what's yeah. going on here? Like you think he's just like being like the innocent like old guy like oh yeah oh thank you like yeah, he's, yeah. he's being like cordial and like not uh, he doesn't know how to handle this right because they've already doesn't. dealt with this before she had a crush on him and then got her memories erased of her and and it's back again yeah it's back again like you yeah you cannot remove the feelings you know you can, you you can't remove that yeah you can remove the memory but you can't remove what you initially felt yeah you know for what that it's person saying there that you you basically you have. You're attracted to certain people. Yeah, and that that's kind of what happened again with uh, Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. I mean, there was initial there was initial attraction, so it's like what went wrong to make it go so bad, you know? Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's 
yeah, what you're willing to work for, what you're willing to fight for. Because again, once their memories are erased, they're they're right back with each other. Um, so he finds out that Clementine erased him, and then he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna I want to erase her." Right. Logical. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Because he's in a lot of pain. Yeah. And now there's no chance of getting back together apparently because she doesn't even know who he is. Yeah. Exactly. So this is where the I mean, this is more or less sort of the meat of the movie after we've done exploring these ideas, what happens here, it's, it's kind of an interesting filmmaking technique because he's, it's confusing. He's under this, this procedure that then he becomes inside his own mind. And Mm -hmm. as he's in this professor X helmet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So they're trying to, so they can pinpoint where the memory is in his brain and push a button and it deletes it. Now, as that's going on, he seems to be experiencing them as they're finding that because he has yeah, to he so, has to like think about the thing and that's right. where they find what it, so that way they could target it and yeah it. that way they can target it that's why yeah and that, it's so interesting too because I I love the way they're showing their like we get a glimpse into what their relationship was their fights yeah. their all the negative stuff that happened like they're basically going backwards in time mm-hmm. from the breakup to when they were in love with each other again yeah. you know I love really nice. I love that but he can also in, while he's in these memories he can hear what's going on in the outside and such a cool filmmaking uh, it's like a dream where you then become aware of the dream right yeah and then you're and then he decides. I want out. Right, yeah. I don't want to delete her. I don't want to forget this stuff. Yeah, because this, this was after the the negative stuff. Now he's like, oh, I'm having fun with her again. Let's. I want to keep this. I at least want to keep this. And he's like bringing her to his childhood and stuff, those memories. and like Even though it's painful, it's worth it. Right, yeah. Because yeah, that's when he's discovering that, that it is worth it, yeah. Yeah, because he can't, he can't live in those happy moments forever. When he, get, when he wakes up, most of it is going to be pain. Right. But the pain's okay because I had something real. Right. No, I don't want it to go because right. then I'll be left with I'll be left with truly with nothing. Yeah, and when he brings her to like the like his childhood and stuff, like that's that's touching on something there. Like I don't know if it's about you know trying to bring you know your significant other to you, like where the place where you grew up and stuff, like trying to recreate memories with them that you had. Like again, I think that goes. Touches, yeah, you, you mentioned t- if you could take your spouse with you, then yeah, you could like li- you could live life together. Right, you could grow up together. Right, and you yeah. fully understand that person even more because you're married. I'm married. My, I could. We could tell each other the things that happened in our childhood, but in this case, you could actually experience it a lot. Right. Yeah, them. and then. But I don't know if that's along the lines of forcing something. Like I said, with Elijah Wood's character, like he's trying to force something that kind of turns her off. Like, are, are, do we try to force force these memories onto people? Like, oh, let's try to recreate this memory I once had. Like, let, let me live it with you now. Like, is that kind of oh. taken away yeah, from it, think of it that in a way. way? I don't know. That's, um, I mean, because again, again it's, he's in his past, he's in his childhood. Like, is that his way of, That's you know, manipulation. Yeah, manipulation. Sense. Because... Yeah. Going back, how well does he remember when he was five years old? Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. You, What's real out of that memory? We romanticize the past. Yeah, or you know? exaggerate the bad things. Right, exactly, yeah. Is it just, is it selfish? His basic point here is they keep zapping her out of my head when I go back to these familiar memories. So I'm going to take her, Kate right. Winslet, who appears in these memories, and take her into a different place in my mind that they can't find her. I mean, obviously, he's just trying to hold on to her. You know, he's trying to, you know, make it so, you know, this procedure is reversed. You know, he, yeah. he doesn't want to, he obviously doesn't want to go through with it anymore. Um, but can't uh, get out. obviously, yeah, there's no stopping it at this point. Um, it's kind of funny. I mean, they're just doing this in his, in his house. There's a little bit of banter between Mark Ruffalo and Elijah Wood. Yeah. What do you, did, 
Did you like these two characters in that setup, or was yeah? I thought it, I thought it was unique. I, I, again, the way uh, Elijah Wood is talking about his new girlfriend Tangerine. Yeah, you know Clementine Tangerine. Um, oh, also she refers to herself as Blue Ruin in the beginning. Is it a blue? Because she keeps changing her hair color. Right. Yeah. I thought Blue Ruin was appropriate because she's ruinous. Yeah, absolutely. Do we want to talk about how nuts she is? She just kind of wants to do what she wants to do whenever yeah. she wants to do it. Right, exactly. And she doesn't she's, feel like she has to answer to anybody. She's quirky. She's so spontaneous, you know. And but that has a downside. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they're they're polar opposites. I mean, they're they really are. They're polar opposites. Uh, she gets drunk and crashes his car, and basically he can't say anything to her. Right. Yeah. You can't say that what I did was wrong. Right. I'm just gonna hop off and leave because right. you criticized the fact that I wrecked your car and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's what a great person. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. And he's like uh and then she plays on his insecurities. Like yeah. you probably thought I was out, you know, having sex with somebody and he that's what he says. Yeah, like yeah, he's and then he apologizes to her. I know, he's oh, the one apologizing. On, and it's like, come on, dude. She yep. shows up at three o'clock. I'm assuming he's out he's just like sitting there reading, staying up for her. She announces that she wrecked his car yeah. and I'm going to bed and you know, I, there, there should be no consequences for my behavior. <laughs> this movie, wow. Yeah. This movie's kind of like, uh, I don't know, double-edged sword maybe because uh, again, he, he's trying to, you know, he's thinking, of, you, you think about the bad so you're not thinking about the good. Yeah. But then you're thinking about the good but you're not thinking about how bad it got, you know? So it's, it's kind of like, bad. yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, when he's losing the bad memories, he's getting the good ones. He's like, oh, I miss this. I miss <laughs> this. But it's like, well, Look what eventually happens. Like that could just happen again. Like you know, I know. <sighs> but that's life, though, right? Yeah, I mean, we, it, that is life. Um, but she's just a bit much. Exactly. She's very charming yeah. and engaging, and you, know, you could see how someone, especially like him, who's very shy and lives that right. life he lives isolated. Well, he's divorced, right? We, yeah, he, or I think it was a long relationship. At least yeah. I, I don't know, married per se, but yeah, yeah, definitely coming out of a long relationship for him. He's never. She's like a total breath of fresh air and just another universe for him to get into. Right, even yeah. Though, but it comes with, it's like, you know, this amazing product has a warning label. Right. It's gonna, you know, <laughs> exactly. It causes cancer or something. <laughs> like, that's what she is. She's like, uh, uh, like a, I don't know, like a bottle of liquor. You know, you want to drink it, but right. make, it could make yeah, you feel Yeah, off, exactly. Right it's going to make you feel good initially, but eventually you're going to feel like crap. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's a good, it's a good analogy there. Um, and then uh, again, along the lines of how you said, you know, your st- people stick their heads in the sand and uh, you know, um, try to just not think about the negative. You're just thinking about the positive. I mean, it's almost like an ignorance is bliss type thing. Definitely, you know, um, that's definitely what this movie touches on. Is yeah, uh, and, and there's a whole line of patients who are doing this there's someone there's a woman grieving about her dog there's right a, there's a man there i don't know he's got a picture i don't know if it's his wife right or this is something that's been happening and then the, the the kirsten dunst character going back a bit when she comes on to tom wilkinson and his wife shows up and they're like this isn't the first time right yeah what yeah yeah i mean that's what that's where you get the, the ethics thing too because why would he continue to work with her? Why would he, you know? Uh, I guess, I guess she, you have to at that point. Cause he believes she, in his own procedure, too. Yeah, that's true. He, this yeah. is sort of a, well, in a way, almost an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> is like, she really? Why wouldn't he get his memory erased from her, you know? Yeah. It's very difficult. But then she then takes it upon herself to go into the records and mail everyone yep. to tell them what yeah, they s- did. Sends them the tapes of their yeah. recordings explaining what they want to forget and everything. This and was brutal. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, Kate Winslet. This is like the day after she meets, quote unquote, meets Jim Carrey again for the first time. Yeah. 
and uh, she puts in this tape. He's like, "Are you messing with me?" Like he tells her to get out. Like, are, what, like what is this? You know, it's a tape of her reciting all the reasons why she wants to erase him right. from her mind, and it's pretty cutting. The stuff she's saying about right. him, I forget exactly. Like he's boring, right? That sort of thing. And then he's got his own version that right. he plays. She's like, "No, I want to hear it." But she really didn't want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, not so much. And then After, she, the more she heard, she's like, "Oh, I got to get out of here." And then, yeah, I love how it kind of ends. And she says, you know, basically about what will happen. You know, or I forget exactly what she says. And he's just like, "Okay, it's okay." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "I'm." Oh, she's like, "I'm probably gonna something along the lines of I'm gonna grow resentful of you. I'm gonna reject you, and I'm gonna want to, you know, leave or whatever." Right. And he's like, "That's all right. I just want you." And right, I, there is nothing. There is no certainty in life. And in trying to exert this control over our pleasure and pain has ruinous so let's just embrace life for what it is right you know yeah fresh start in a way um yeah and then i love out the end you know it's the them running on the be- on the beach and it keeps like replaying it like they you know keeps replaying it like it's kinda. hard to really describe these visuals yeah the visuals are very interesting and i think that's where i was going to say about uh his uh uh, music video background like you can see those type of elements in this filmmaking Cameron Uh, does an interesting technique where you're going through his memory and what happens is instead of a a regularly lit room it's basically like black with like sort of a spotlight just on him or like a a camera with like a light on it facing him that's sort of like that like you now you know that you're in his memory world right you know and and it's kind of too like a dream world too because almost like a a film version of a dream because when you're dreaming and you're focused on someone you don't see anything else you're you're very narrow you're focused on that person that's a great point and then some people are faceless like they show like some people you like you you don't really you can't really make out their features or anything it's just they're just a person they're there you know they're they're uh, so that was that was quite interesting. Um, How you're perceiving reality is just dependent on you. Right. What you're seeing, you know, you might say that's brown. I'm like, no, that's yellow. And well, who's right? Right. Yeah. Well, what's well, well, I don't know, just, just, you know, no, that's true. Yeah, I mean, my, my my version of yeah, like you said, like orange could be different than your version of orange. You know how we were talking earlier about you know my experience right now is different than your experience right now, and kind of gets me thinking about the paradox of there's no now there's only a past and future or, or you know because everything i just said just now is now in the past and the, yeah <laughs> does the past exist right yeah i don't know maybe yeah. it doesn't yeah exactly like yeah. it's really just what we think it was yeah exactly like anything i'm looking out in the window right now is the, uh, how do i know anyone else is seeing that you know, <laughs> know <right? laughs> it's so crazy well that's what people get into the idea that we're actually living in, in a simulation yeah that's where it's where the matrix uh yeah <laughs> theories come out and stuff but but yeah i mean tr- truly there's how do you really know you know <laughs> you don't, there's no way to verify it yeah it's true it's true so it's, it's just sort of like what we all agree on happened. Right. So I, I guess that's, again, what, what I love about this movie, too, is just makes how, you think. yeah, it makes you think. You get into these deep conversations about it after, and you're just like, man, what, <laughs> what, what is this? But uh, uh, again, you, you, can't, you can't learn if you don't have this pain. You can't learn if you don't have these, uh, these memories of, of things, you know? You, you, so you it makes learn us people. For, yeah, exactly. You know, a, it, it takes away your humanity if... Uh, you know, if if you don't go through these things, if you if you just erase them, and and in the end, you can't too. Right. Not only is it wrong, it's impossible. Yeah, two things there. Yeah, absolutely. So because there's something inside of us that we we aren't computers. Yeah, right. It's not like you just like delete 
file A, and then right. it'll never be back again. No, if you delete it, it somehow pops up again. Like, how did that happen? I thought I put this thing in the recycle bin. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's know? essentially what happens with our relationship. Again, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what we see, see in the beginning, you know, it's uh, what we thought was them meeting for the first time. No, that was meet, them meeting again. But I love that line. When uh, they're in that last memory, uh, that last memory in the house on Montauk, and then uh, you know, as as she's fading away, she says, "Meet me in Montauk." So I, I I love that because it's just like you know, is that his now? Sub, was that her speaking to his soul, his heart, or whatever? That's and then what that's I wanted what to know. He then, that's why he then went on that train because he was about to go on a train to work, and then he yeah. jumps onto another train. That's and the beginning starts, of the movie, exactly. So that's. what... Were they crossing through something? Yeah, How, where yeah. did he get that idea? Exactly. I don't yeah. know. Was she, was she some? Were there like subconsciouses? Do they have just this connection? Right. There's some other connection. Yeah, right? I think that's what what it's touching on is yeah, just uh, is th- that there's a missing piece there. Uh, uh, what we said, you know, already is just uh, there's something more than science here. Yeah. You know, there's yeah, yeah. something. There's there's feeling. There's there's soul. There's love. There's you know. There's it's not just. I'm going to delete this memory from your brain and yeah. boom, it's gone. No. Yeah, I, li- I like that idea of her, you know, them kind of tapping into something there when she says, meet me in Montauk. I like that idea. It's like yeah. a spiritual connection. Yeah, absolutely. More than the physical. Uh, really good. I am looking forward to seeing this again and uh, catching yeah. some of the things that I yeah, missed the absolutely. first time. Definitely helps seeing it again. Uh, I, and I love some of the shots, like the the snow on the beachy, uh, the snow on the beach. I love yeah. those shots. And then like when the bed is on the beach and they're, you know, it's like all gloomy out, but yeah. you know, there's a bed on the beach in the snow. and Very interesting because it's dreamy and then nightmarish. And sometimes um, I think in that house, it's like getting flooded. Right. You get yeah. that feeling of panic. Yeah. That you'd get. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff with water here, you know, him yeah. getting flooded, you know, water in his face, kind of, I guess, uh, drowned in emotions, mm-hmm. I guess you could say um so or also like a memory getting swept away yeah yeah sort of a thing fighting that that's true yeah 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 yeah, yeah. good call um but yeah so some cool shots here some cool uh yeah just uh all around good filmmaking thought uh thought this was a fantastic film dave i really enjoyed it (laughs) what do you got for a rating um i'm going uh i'm actually going four stars um two buckets of popcorn uh i think you know you definitely have to sit down and watch you know you can't just be you have to be engaged it's not a casual yeah you have to focus on it you can't casually watch it so that's why i go two buckets of popcorn i'm on the same on popcorn but a little less on stars i got three and a half stars okay um it's a good movie it's really interesting it brings up great ideas yeah uh and so i think for that point i think the performances are 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 very good by everybody movie looks a little old it looks dated yeah i could see that yeah um and uh, but no, for what the story that it told, I think it did a really good job, and I like that it's not very long. I think it's yeah. what, an hour and forty five minutes ish. Yeah, that's that's what there. I like too, because that's what I was saying about you know all the actors that are in it, and then you see the runtime of an yeah. hour and 45, 40 minutes. You are like, wow, they work them in well. Because David Cross, he's only in one scene with his wife or mm-hmm. whatever, and yeah, uh, definitely worked in well. So really good movie. I am really glad we did this. I am yeah. really glad that I saw it, and yeah. uh, like I said, I am looking forward to throwing this on again. Yeah. Uh, just uh, again, miss the stuff, you know, catch the stuff I yeah, missed, and absolutely. just experience this movie all over again. And I think we both, uh, this is concepts that we both like and want yeah, to explore. Definitely, yeah. I think uh, it, it, it's there's Dave crumbling up his notes, but yeah, it's, it's great uh, for conversation. Like I love these movies because it, it uh, invokes you know conversation and you know it helps stir that along, and you know 
you get therapeutic. You know, these are therapeutic shows. This is movie know? therapy. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, good stuff. Love this movie. And uh, yeah, there's so much more you can dive deep into this. But yeah, I mean, we, we pretty much, uh, I, I like the ground we covered today, Dave. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, so yeah, that's it for us. Be sure to let us know what you think about the film. Uh, let us know on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. You can follow me at BCCord. I'm at Dave underscore Quist. And be sure to rate us and review us on iTunes and all that jazz. And, uh, <laughs> this go is uh, the show now. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and end the show. So for Dave, I'm Ben Secord. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. Let's move it.